Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These podcast homilies for morning prayer are based on the appointed readings in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year, primarily the first pairing, which always includes a gospel reading as the second lesson. These second or third pairings of Psalms and Lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm within this series. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those listeners not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the texts of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer are derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not the King James Version. This is because by the time the King James Version was published in 1611, using a new translation of the Psalter based on the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the English people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer books editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter but substituted the 1611 KJV translation for all other scripture. Podcast listeners should keep in mind the difference between the numbering system in the Vulgate Bible and the version used since the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. In the Vulgate version, Psalm 8 and Psalm 9 are a single psalm, which makes all the psalms from Psalm 10 to Psalm 150 off by one number. For example, Psalms 120, 121, and 122 in today's readings are Psalms 119, 120, and 121 in the Vulgate version. For more on Trinity season, the longest season on the Anglican Church calendar, I invite you to watch the AIC seasonal video series, Trinity Tide, the Teaching Season, which includes its history, its place on the church calendar, including the possibilities, which are many, for the lengthening and the shortening of the seasons based upon the movable dates of Easter and First Sunday in Advent. This series is presented in nine episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm reading combinations appointed for 19th Sunday after Trinity in the Book of Common Prayer are Psalm 29 paired with Psalm 99 and Psalm 72 or Psalm 34. All of these have been used earlier in this series. To avoid duplication in the readings, I have substituted 120, 122, and 123 from the readings for the Saturday following 19th Sunday after Trinity. I invite listeners to hear the podcast homilies for Psalms 29 and 99 on the second Sunday after Epiphany, and for Psalm 34 on the third Sunday in Lent, and for Psalm 72 in the first Sunday after Epiphany. Psalm 120, the first of the three readings for today, is a short six-verse psalm attributed to King David. Its first words in Vulgate Latin are ad dominum. 
When I was in trouble, I called upon the Lord, and he heard me. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. What reward shall be given or done unto thee, thou false tongue, even mighty and sharp arrows with hot burning coals? Woe is me that I am constrained to dwell with Meshach and to have my habitation among the tents of Kedar. My soul hath long dwelt among them that are enemies unto peace. I labor for peace, but when I speak unto them thereof, they make them ready to battle. Psalm 120 begins a group of 15 psalms, collectively known as the Psalms of Ascent, ending in Psalm 134. The Psalms of Ascent are generally shorter than most of the psalms, with an average of seven verses. They were processional psalms in the Jewish tradition. Some historical accounts say that the temple priests gathered on the temple steps in the women's court. Carrying musical instruments, they mounted the 15 steps of the temple, singing the songs of ascent. Other interpreters claim that the Jewish people sang these songs in sequence on their pilgrimage to Jerusalem for the very great feasts of either Passover, Pentecost, or Tabernacles. In the Eastern Church tradition, one or more of the songs of ascent are understood to be the hymns which the disciples sang on Monday, Thursday after the Last Supper, as recorded in Matthew chapter 26, verse 30. In the Christian tradition, the songs of ascent were carried over to become the basis for the gradual hymns, also called the sequence hymns, which are used before and in some cases after the gospel reading. In the Eastern tradition, these 14 psalms are read on the days leading up to the celebration of Easter. The NKJV Study Bible calls Psalm 20 a plea for relief from bitter foes. The literal meaning of the text is clear. But the spiritual meaning goes beyond the temporal events of the time in which it was written. The psalmist speaks first of understanding that he must pray to the Lord in order to be heard by the Lord. The early Christian fathers, especially John Chrysostom, Bishop of Constantinople, put great emphasis upon teaching restraint of the tongue, understanding how much damage poorly chosen words can do. Chrysostom advised his parishioners to, quote, give the tongue a rest as an act of penitence during the season of Lent. Psalm 122, another psalm of David, has only nine verses, and its first words in Latin are latus sum. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand in thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is at unity in itself. For thither the tribes go up, even the tribes of the Lord, to testify unto Israel, to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. For there is the seat of judgment, even the seat of the house of David. O pray for the peace of Jerusalem, they shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls, and plenteousness within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake, 
I will wish thee prosperity. Yea, because of the house of the Lord our God, our God, I will seek to do thee good. Psalm 122 is attributed to David, as mentioned, and is the third of the 15 songs of ascent. Its fame was enhanced in the early 20th century by Sir Charles Hubert Hastings Parry, who turned verses 1 to 3, 6 and 7 into the Christian choral arrangement, I Was Glad. That was in 1902. Originally an orchestral piece for the coronation of King Edward VII, it has become a familiar choral standard, especially in the Anglican tradition and most especially for use by cathedral choirs. For Christians, the physical Jerusalem of the pre-Christian era has been replaced by the heavenly Jerusalem into which the whole world is invited if they accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God. It is God's peace, not earthly peace, that is referred to in verses 6a and 7a. The third reading of this group of psalms, number 123, is another short psalm of David, this one having only four verses. And its first words in Latin are ad te levavi oculus. Unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. Behold, even as the eyes of the servants look unto the hand of their masters, and the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, even so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we are utterly despised. Our soul is filled with the scornful reproof of the wealthy and with the despitefulness of the proud. Psalm 123 is the fourth, uh, as I said, of the 15 Songs of Ascent. The NKJV Study Bible calls it a prayer for relief from contempt. contempt. The theme is familiar. The psalmist calls upon the Lord to have mercy upon his people, especially those held in contempt by the ungodly. The word wait in verse 2b means the people must wait for the Lord to act in the Lord's time and in the manner of his choosing. Mercy, mentioned in verses 2b and 3a, does not always mean forbearance from the Lord's anger or pity for man's condition, but also means God's grace, his peace, and the opportunity to pray and many other gifts of the Lord to the faithful. For more on several important theological concepts mentioned in these commentaries, I refer you to Layman's Lexicon, our publication, The Handbook of Scriptural, Theological, and Liturgical Words, and look for the terms God, Gospel, Grace, Lord, Mercy, slash Merciful, Peace, Temple, and Vulgate. For a listing of every use of Psalms 120, 122, and 123 in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer, see their respective entries in the prayer book Psalter History Text and Commentary, which also includes in the introduction an explanation of the different classes of Psalms, and as a bonus at the back of the book, a glossary listing every person, place, or event mentioned in the Psalter. St. John Chrysostom, who, whose name literally means John the Golden Mouth, is the patron saint of the Anglican Internet Church. His life and works are celebrated in Episode 9 
and episode 10 in our Christian education video series, The Lives of the Saints, second series. The series has 33 episodes, each linked from the digital library page, with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The first lesson for 19th Sunday after Trinity is Jeremiah 30, verses 12 to 22. The second lesson is John 5, 1 to 16. Jeremiah is the subject of Part 2, Chapter 3 in our bookstore publication, The Writing Prophets of the Old Testament. John's account of the healing of the paralytic man on the Sabbath is discussed and illustrated in the Gospel of John, annotated and illustrated, the fourth of uh, the volumes in our New Testament series of books. The Collect for 19th Sunday after Trinity was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Gelasian Sacramentary. The reference in the current text to the Holy Spirit was added with the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. O God, forasmuch as without Thee we are not able to please Thee, mercifully grant that Thy Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. They invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.